I want to be better in bed. Don't we all? <laughs> I think I have the secret sauce. Oh, right. <laughs> so have you heard of Vitaflux? I have. You have heard of Vitaflux. Okay, well, I've started taking it. And it, you take three pills in the morning and three pills in the evening. And let me just tell you what, I'm juicy. <laughs> Ooh, okay, I'm juicy again. I'm eager to have sex again. And I have two bottles of it. My partner takes it. And okay, I'm hoping he's not listening. He's harder than like, bam. Okay. Okay. I like, I didn't expect that. As men age, they, they stay hard. Don't get me wrong. But sometimes they're like, bam. And sometimes like, eh. he's like, bam. Wait a second. Are you saying that you we and both your can male take partner can take the same? Yeah. That's incredible. I've never seen a pill like that. Yeah. So, but it's three pills in the morning, three pills in the evening, and it's filled with all sorts of good vitamins like arginine and carnine and all sorts of magnesium and good stuff for you. And here's what I can tell you. Okay. My drive is like an overdrive. Yeah. Get me some of that. I'm all about the all natural products. Right. And we all want to be better in bed. Heck yeah, we do. I'll leave a link for Promescence Vitaflux in our show notes. FFM Productions presents Two Wild Orchids. Not your mother's podcast. That communication is really important. Right. Would you be upset if you and I had sex? Is was the question you were going to ask him? Yeah. Is that, would that be the appropriate approach? I think it'd be an open approach. If you guys have decided not to open your relationship, I think. But I've, I've always struggled with asking permission for things. Ugh. But I think it. <laughs> oh, my God. What are you, you, you know, you, ugh, I hate that. It's not permission. It's courtesy. Mm. It's giving. I, can you tell I've had that argument a lot in my life? Yeah. Okay. It's a respect. It, it's courtesy. It's kind yeah. of like saying, do you mind if I borrow your car? Well, someone might want to fuck it. So. It's not it's not permission, it's courtesy. It's hey, right. we have this mutual relationship. Oh, we I'm are, the car. Okay. No, goofball. <laughs> I'm the car. No, the point is it, it's like saying, Hey, Lindsay, you know, you and I have this mutual relationship and I want to respect our mutual relationship. Mm -hmm. So would this bother you if I did X, Y, or Z? It's just curt it's not permission. Right. Can you tell I've had I've got a hot button on Yeah, this? I think I just I'm not prepared for the answer. Okay, what if the answer's no? Right. Yes, I would be bothered. Right. And he should have every right. I mean, he has every right to be bothered. So if he if he's bothered, then the question really becomes how do you feel about the fact that he's bothered? Right. And then will you feel controlled if he is bothered? Right. Which you would. I wouldn't feel controlled. I would feel let down in the moment. Okay. I get that. Cuz long term, we've discussed how I have some things I haven't fulfilled sexually yet that I want to, mm -hmm. but it's a new relationship. So I know with time things can right. change as we, you know, the trust builds and as, stuff. as you evolve. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you're saying <laughs> sex tonight? <laughs> Let me send a text real quick. <laughs> I'm Sean Lee. I'm Lindsay. And we are the two wild orchids, the place you come for sex and fun. And I have to ask a couple more questions before we change into anything else. So like, I'm totally down with you having sex, but I'm kind of a dirty girl. Oh, like dirty with words? Like dirty kinky words. Oh, do I have to repeat them or can I just listen? You're going to do what you're told. <gasps> That's right, bossy ma'am. That's right. Have you forgotten? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> <laughs> My face said, yes, I did forget, but I realized very quickly I better not say that. You are such a good smart sub. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, so as we head into kink today, you said you have some unfulfilled fantasies. I are, do. Are they kinky? Well, you know, yeah, I see like what is what is kinky? Anything that's um, like not just regular sex? Is that what we're 
I don't know. That's a good question. What is kinky? I would think kinky is, um, yeah, I think it's, I think it's, hold on. Here we go. Ha, here's kink. Kink is an unconventional sexual taste or behavior. Unconventional. Unconventional to me is so different than unconventional to someone else, but I'm with you. Oh my God. That's so true. Right. Because unconventional to me is probably way further down the line than a lot of people I went to high school with. Well, people already think that we're unconventional because we do this show. Oh no shit. Right. Yeah. Oh, when I get feedback about like how turned on people are from men and women from listening. Are you not and surprised? I'm, I am shocked, shocked every time. I'm like, what? I'm just ha- literally having a conversation with one of my good friends and we happen to record it. And we happen to have sexual chemistry, which well, they pick well, up on. Yeah. But no, I, I'm with you. Like people are like, yeah, we had sex listening to you. I'm like, really? I love that story <laughs> like, so okay. much. If you're having sex listening to us, please let us know because... I just, I need, my ego needs to know (laughs) this is happening. I want to say kudos monos, but it's not. It's kudos fuckers. Kudos fuckers. (laughs) Motherfuckers. Right. So I, okay. So some things also that may not be like, I'm really into BDSM lately. Right. I've always been curious about it, but being able to act some of it out and role play and do that, like, holy shit. And I know that my desire for it is so much deeper than what I've done so far. Right. And so a lot of my kinks and fantasies have to do with the BDSM aspect. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Do you want to share? Sure. Like the whole sub thing, I, you know, my personality is definitely not submissive, but in the bedroom, I don't want to do shit. I want to be fucked. I want you to tie me up. Um, recently, I had a role play situation where I was taken to a dungeon and Ooh. he was, yeah, asking me all these questions, which pushed me outside my comfort zone because I had to come up with answers that well, wasn't. What do you mean? Like, can, can you share with us some of yeah. the questions? He was asking why what I was doing downtown. Oh, so and he was like a cop or what? I like what set it up for us? I think it was. No, it was like we met out. We were flirting mm-hmm. and then he brought me back to his house and then took me to his dungeon downstairs and tied me up. Ooh. And so we hadn't exchanged a lot of information at that point. So he wanted to know if I was on vacation, just visiting, or if I lived there, what was I doing downtown by myself, what my name was. Did you give what him a real I name or did a fake for name? a living? I gave him a fake name. Good. I told him my name was Christine. Ah. Which also happens to be my roommate from college. So if you're <laughs> listening, thank you. For I was thinking of you in that moment. <laughs> <laughs> she's sexy as fuck so it makes sense um yeah you had a sexy roommate and you still no i'm sorry i'm still not looking her for and i used to make out all the time and everyone in the very small town that we lived in uh they were convinced that we were lesbians because we were single and we lived together and you made out all the time yeah i guess that part is what's probably what caused most I, of yeah, I would say that probably is what caused probably so but anyway I, yeah so so he took you down and so you were his sub and you and he yeah and oh and he oh my god he started licking my vagina Mm -hmm. from behind Mm -hmm. and like he had me face down and my booty up (laughs) yeah this is also happens to be the incident where i queefed in his face aggressively (laughs) (laughs) um it was like it took us out of the role play for half a second so we could laugh and then of course i paid for it later how did you pay for it? Oh, the spankings Ooh. were, I know. And it was the first time he had spanked like that. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. So you got a discipline spanking. Yes. Which is very different than a pleasure spanking. 
Yes. Yes. Pleasure spankings oh. or layered discipline spankings or whack, whack, whack. It took me a second because at first he would ask me questions, but I was nervous. And so it took me a while to respond. And so he spanked me and mm-hmm. said like, like answer me immediately. Ooh. Yeah. But I was trying not to laugh at first because when I get nervous, I giggle. And oh. so if and I was, it would have been like, you're laughing at me. Well, that did happen. He was like, what are you laughing at? And I was like, oh God, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> It was sexy as fuck, though. Like, it was yes, amazing. Yeah, it is. It is. So, there, so there's more kinks than just BDSM, although I'm totally with you. Like, tie me to the bed. That is such a hot thing for me. Right. Like, tie me face down on the bed and just take advantage of me. Yes. 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 But it has to be with certain people. The trust is everything. Trust is everything. So, um, because I'm fairly dominant outside the bedroom, I have these submissive boys that want to submit to me and clean my house and be our entertainment and I really think we should invite one over tonight they could serve us cocktails they could he would totally come and serve <laughs> us cocktails I've got a couple of them like that please can I serve you and and I, I think that's really fun but it, it for me it's fun not in a sexual way like maybe that's their sexual thing whatever's right. going on inside of them but for me when that happens it's more of a power trip than a sex trip mm-hmm. right but when I'm being submissive with someone I trust to to hold the energy in the space then it's real sexual for me. Oh, I feel you. Right? Like time me to the bed and just fuck the shit out of me. Now, and that's the thing is because I've discussed with partners in the past that I, you know, the the fantasy of someone coming in and just taking advantage of me without my consent, even though we've talked about it previously, the consensual non-consent. That show did not record, so nobody knows what you're talking about. That's right. So having, I've, you know, talked about rape fantasies mm-hmm. and not downplaying whatsoever not at all. that anything like that should be taken lightly or, or anything uh, in a disrespectful way. But a lot of women have that fantasy and there's something really sexy about it when it's done with the right person. So I want to interject here because um, there's some acronyms that I want to I want to kind of play with. So RAC means uh, the spelling R-A-C-K, risk aware consensual kink. Oh. And SSC, which means safe, sane, and consensual, mm. right? And both of those are what you're talking about when you're talking about a rape fantasy, which is also called consensual non-consent. I consent that we are going to have this rough play that's going to look for all the world, if anyone were watching, as though I am being um, raped or taken advantage of or however you want to – forced, whatever language you want to use. But in truth, this is the game, and if I were to use my safe word, the game would be over. Right. Right. So to just kind of lay a foundation for us. Okay. Because I'm with you. Like I like some people have abduction fantasies. We had oh. we had Paul on the show when Monica and I had at the very end of our, our season, um, we had Paul on and his uh, his long term partner has an abduction fantasy where he throws her in the car and blindfolds her and Wow. You know, and so I don't have an abduction fantasy. But I certainly do like that consensual non-consent. But you have a dictionary of safe words. I do not because I can't remember. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, a friend of mine has meatloaf. Right. She said, because it's from the singer, um, I'll yeah. do anything for love, but I won't do that. Oh, bad out of hell. <laughs> Great album. Yeah, so she, so that's hers. But no, I have one safe word, red. Red. It's the only thing I can remember in, the, in those moments. Because, mango. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mango and meatloaf and spaghetti noodles. I Yeah, I red. That means in my mind, that's red stop. That's easy enough. Yeah. Now, do you have or have you been with anyone that has had any that seems abnormal fantasies? What do you mean? Like R. Kelly likes to be pissed on, um, golden showers, right? Like things like that that 
I like to have fun, like jokingly pee on people, but not, <laughs> not for sex. So it, it's interesting because um, one of the little guys that I say little guys, I, don't know. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm not, I'm not being fair to him, but but um, this will probably turn him on when he listens because he has a fantasy of um, or his kink is uh, SPH, what which is stands that? for small penis humiliation. Okay, so that it, to me is very outside of the realm of what I would consider a, a typical kink. Because yeah. he wants me to talk about how tiny his little penis is, his micro penis. So and whether it's true or not, but they perceive their dick as tiny. He perceives his dick as tiny. Okay, and um, and use it as a it's a big kink of his for me to humiliate him and tell him what a small penis he has and tell him he's not, he's you know not worth licking my shoes. Really, that is an eroticism for him. So for me, the personal development police that I am, that I really have to step into that role. As we play, because that's not my normal state of being. Right. So it's just another facet of your personality that you get to explore. I mean, I guess that makes sense because guys, some women like when men call them a slut or a whore or maybe another female partner. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't, I don't mind that either. Right. Well, so (laughs) this is a weird kink, but it was on, I think, My Strange Addiction years ago. You know too much. About the guy... (laughs) Like you're having okay. So I wish sometimes we had video podcasts because really the expressions you make when you she's like so um and she looks side to side like I don't really know how to say this so I'm just gonna <laughs> jump right in the middle of it. Please tell us about your strange addiction, Lindsay. It's not my strange strange addiction. It's okay, your but story. it's called that on TLC. It's your story. It's uh, <laughs> but there is a guy that talks about that he loves having sex with his car in his car on his, with his car. Like fucking the gas tank or what are we talking? Okay. I think that's what most people think. Like the tailpipe, right? But it turns out there's like, I remember watching the episode and he would lie underneath the front of the car and he would be caressing and kissing his bumper. And granted, he also would wash and wax it prior because, you know, we got to keep things clean. (laughs) Sanitation is important. Yeah. And then after watching that show, I've seen stuff pop up throughout the years that like there's a guy in the UK that talks about he's had sex with over a thousand cars. Like I thought I was a whore. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. All right. Here we go. What that guy has is termed as a gal. Okay. I might say this wrong. A galmatophilia. A galmatophilia. I might have said okay. it wrong. Right. But it is the attraction to inanimate objects. Right. And then I saw mechanophilia is an attraction specifically to machines. Okay. So this is like a thing, including ships, helicopters, motor vehicles, aeroplanes, and bicycles. Is that why so many people in Florida ride bicycles? Uh, yes. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I, to me, I, I've never, I mean, I've been like, that's a sexy car. Yeah. Right? Like I love the um, the uh, McLarens. I want a hot pink McLaren. There's so many McLarens down here, and I'm like, that's a hot car, but that's not a car I want to rub my clit on. No, you don't just like start spontaneously dry humping the air when yeah, one goes by. No, or dry humping it as it's still <laughs> hot, right? Yeah. So, what but, about the guy driving it? How hot is he? Right. Eh. Right. So, but but when I think about like weird kink fetishes, I, you know, there are so many things that. And I, I've said this before, and, and I think it was in season one, that the kink community could teach the rest of the world how to behave. 
because they have mm. such a, an, an awareness of that their that their ideas in their sexual realm, or even not in their sexual realm, in their in their power dynamic, are not what is standard, typical, blah blah blah, whatever language you want to use. So when you find someone that is in the kink community, they're very accepting people. Like I, I noticed mm. that when we when I went to uh, FetCon last year, that everyone was very open to whatever anyone wanted to do. And I, I think that, that to me, that's the nicest thing that you can do for somebody. Yeah. The respect and the unshaming of, which is, I always say this, when you go to porn and there's a million categories, it's because you're not alone. There's other people okay, turned on I, by the same shit. I gotta say, you know, I got, okay, let me just lay, let me just lay this out here. Yeah. I have fantasies that are not on the porn sites. Like what? Well, if anyone is listening from Pornhub, <laughs> please make this happen. No, I'm serious. Like I, because uh, I'm such a voyeur, right? So if I Google on the porn things, you know, like like woman watching, invariably it's the guy watching a woman. Oh, cuckold. Cu- cu- yeah. The cuckold porn, or or not even cuckold porn. They call it also uh, stag and vixen. Same kind of a deal. Oh, right. But but the point of it is, is I'm such a voyeur. Like I like the porn where she's watching him, mm-hmm. and I don't really want her humiliated because that's not my kink, right? Right. But the whole thing is really hot for me, but like, you know, or, or like wake, getting waken up by being fucked. That's a hot one too. Oh yeah. Right? But there's not a whole lot, like maybe I'm just doing the wrong searches. Pornhub, you can write in and let me know how to search that better. <laughs> but I just looked this up. Dendrophilia. Okay. All right. I have this shirt that says tree hugger. Okay. Okay. This takes tree hugging to a different level. Oh dear God. It's a sexual attraction to trees. Someone about to get a splinter. Right. Where are you going to get that splinter at? Maybe that's part of the kink is you have to find someone to take the splinter. You what? What's happening? Mucophilia. It's people are sexually aroused by sneezing. I hate to sneeze. I hate the smell of sneezes. Oh, I hate the way so good, I hate the way sneezes feel. You don't like the way it doesn't feel like a relief. No, a release hor- I hate to sneeze. I hate the way they feel. I hate the way they smell. Oh, I think I have a an anti mucophilia kink. What is the smell that you're? Because usually sneezing, you're getting shit out of your olfactory I, senses. I just the way smell like sneezes stink. I can smell them when someone else sneezes. Well, well, okay, when somebody else sneezes, that's what you smell like when you sneeze. And for I've me, I've never smelt someone sneeze before that I know of. Okay, I have, or I've smelled mine. I don't know. It's not good. Let me just language. Thank it, God, God it's mask season. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, all right. So, what? What? When I think about fantasies, that I was asked on, I did that Sex Lens podcast interview. Yes, and she asked me. Who would I want to do or what would I want to do sexually that I've never done before? I remember this, but I don't remember your answer. <laughs> well, I didn't have one that I hadn't done. I mean, but maybe I do. Oh. Right? But I, so I was like, DP? Yeah. And she she was like, that's like the best answer we've ever had. I thought, I don't know what answer you were asking that, me for. That would be my fantasy that's never... I told you we can have that happen. <laughs> I can make that. I can make that happen for you this weekend if you want. This weekend. There you go. You're welcome. All right. So if you're not, if, so I think, okay, a consensual, there, I should have answered this, but they might have had a heart attack on their show because <laughs> they're monogamous. I would have said consensual non-consent. Mm. Right? Yeah. Tie me down and take me. Like I'm Now, would this down. be from like someone that you met at a swingers party or someone that you, uh, it'd no, have it, to be someone be you know? Some, no, no. Yeah. Like okay. uh, it has to be like one of my partners that I've been with before that I trust right. implicitly that I know won't actually hurt me and, right. will, and will respect whatever boundaries I have. Oh, I just... I love the idea of someone that I know well intimately and them, because typically for me, the people I'm with, that wouldn't be their personality, obvious, hopefully, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so you're saying you don't, you don't hang out with brutes who drag you by your hair. Yeah, okay. technic- or typically. So 
basically, though, the idea of that person getting into character and letting that side out, just the idea of that is so fucking hot to me. It's hot in person. I can tell you this. I have a partner who we had a play partner who liked to see it was called CNC consultant. Right. Mm -hmm. And when he would step into that role with her, the number of orgasms I just by watching it and, and I'm really sensitive to energy as you know. And so watching the energy that would like come over him was powerful and dominant and sexy as fuck balls. I take on a lot of different personalities during sex. That's a good point. And for fantasies, that's important because I take on, you know, like in the, in the fantasy I was describing earlier, I had to take on a role of, you know, acting like I was a different person from a different town with a different job. And it sounds very simple probably when you're not in the moment, but in the moment I was like, uh, okay, get into character, relax and do it, just be it. And it was so fun. I think that, you know, it's there. Um, they have those, uh, like murder mysteries, you know, where you go to a murder dinner for yeah. theaters, right? where you become, you know, and beforehand you get, okay, you are Mrs. Kravitz and you live across the street, blah, blah, blah. I think that's really strong about what you're saying. If you want to spice, if you're a mono, kudos monos. <laughs> I think that you absolutely should be able to to like say, okay, today I'm going to be Christine, mm-hmm. and maybe go get a blonde wig. Yeah, she if, was blonde. How'd you know this? I told you I'm good at energy. <laughs> anyway, but maybe go get a blonde wig and and something racy and whatever it is you're going to do, but add to that element of yes. And, and you know, if you're not mono. I get it. But uh, <laughs> she's like, whatever. I get it. But the same thing applies, right? Right. And things that, and then you, and then you have the opportunity to explore a part of you that maybe you didn't explore. Like we talked, I, I know that we talked, I'm not sure if we released the show about um, affairs and, um, and all of that. Right. But, you know, Esther Perel talks about the reason that people have affairs is not because they, it's the other person. It's that part of themselves they discover. Right. So if you can uncover that part of yourself in a safe environment like that, why, why not? not? Now, listen, though, if I showed up to a sexcapade and someone, <laughs> because that's how it works, if someone handed me an index card and said, this is your role, I would love that. Because again, being a sub, I get that you're supposed to do like as you're told. But also, I just really don't want to do like, too much so I can get into character. You can ask me the questions. I have my cue card. I'm good. Like, is that a thing? <laughs> is anyone willing to do that? I think we, uh, sniffer. Yeah. <laughs> if you cue up the cards, if you could maybe write out her homework next time so she can study her role. <laughs> She's gonna do a lot better. Okay. Basically. Have you have you ever played with um, like electric stimulation? Hell no. Tell me more. Oh, I have one. We'll play with it later. Okay, I've done like nipple clams. No, no, no. Like the, a magic wand. <laughs> <laughs> and it has little electric. Yes. Now you can play with that or you can play. Have you ever, do you have a TENS unit? Yeah. Yes. Okay. You could put that in a lot of different places. You don't have to just put it on things. On low. Yeah, on low. <laughs> <laughs> and then you work up if you want to. But yeah. Oh, interesting. But, but there's different. Yeah. Okay, you know I, I always go straight to balls. Do people ever... I think you should ask the sniffer. I think that <laughs> should be your homework. I think you would tell me to go fuck myself. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to a... You're talking about strange kinks. I went to a class, oh, I don't know, a year ago or so, that was for cock and ball torture. 
Really? It was a class. Madam A gave the class. If you have not listened to my interview with Madam A, uh, it was in my first season, and the name of the show is called I Only Let Him Come Once a Month. But she and her slave, who is a full-time slave, gave a demonstration of um, cock and ball torture, which were things like, if you're going to kick his balls, I swear to God, do it from this way so you don't cause permanent damage. Right. And she took a rope and she like wound it around his cock and then she pulled it and his <laughs> cock did like a like one of those toys. You remember those toys when you were a kid and you used to zoom and the, the little motorcycle man took off? Yeah. Well, that's what she did to his cock. She wound, 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 and then she like pulled the string and the cock went. Like a whipper wheel. Like a, like yeah, like a helicopter, a really fast one. Whoa. And then they put him in the humbler. The name in itself has me curious. Right. So he had to get on his hands and knees and it's two slats of wood. And it's got a square in the middle. Okay. So she put it up against the back of his ass and pulled his nut sack through it. Because you don't, she, and she, as she's teaching, you don't want to pinch the skin of his scrotum. Naturally. Naturally, right? So she was very um, kind <laughs> in, in, in making sure that, that, that it played to their dynamic but not so that it caused him permanent damage. And that's where the trust comes in. Like you said earlier, that's what's so beautiful about those communities is that it's safe to explore. Right. And she's in this crowd of people on a stage and he's there naked as the day he's born. And she's got him on his hands and knees. And so she pulls his, his nutsack through, make sure the skin doesn't pinch and then twist the knobs down. So it's behind his ass. So he can't stand up. Oh my God. Because if he stands up, it pulls his nutsack. So he's right. Down. So he, that's why it's called the humbler. Cause he's crouched over. <sighs> So I want to know, like men and women, men, if you love having your nuts and your balls mangled or women, if you like to mangle balls, can you go on our Facebook group and tell us about it, please? Two Wild Orchids Facebook group, because I I don't want to I don't want to put someone in a chastity belt or a lock on it, but I love fucking around with a nice set of balls. And there are men and women that do not like that. Right. So I can't remember because I know that she and I've talked about this before, but I can't, Madame A and I, I can't remember if she said it in the interview or not, but, but she, but if he doesn't, if he, let's say the word misbehaves for our discussion. Okay. okay um, she'll put him in a chastity cage, which is, and she said he really doesn't like that because he gets spontaneous erections all night long. Because he's so turned on by Be, it. Well, because that's him, I guess. I guess he gets spontaneous erections oh, all okay. night long. So if, she, if he's bad, she puts him in a chastity cage. Ouch. I was like, damn. A muzzle for the dick. It's exactly what it looks like. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's exactly okay. what it looks like. I have a question completely changing gears here. Like, go, completely. Go, go. Are you familiar with furries or the furry culture? I have enough information about furries to be dangerous. Okay. So I, my understanding is that it's not just sexual, but I don't really know. And I, uh, we had a listener write in about a question he had. But to set that question up, what knowledge do you have about furries? So the knowledge that I have is that it can be sexual, but it is not always. Some people just like to dress up. So when I went to FetishCon, as I mentioned, I, that everyone was really warm and welcoming. We went to a club called Castle there, mm. which is a BDSM club. And it was the first time I'd ever been to a BDSM club. And there was a dinosaur, Tyrannosaurus Rex, giant Tyrannosaurus Rex that just kind of walked through the club. And nobody thought it was weird. Just kind of, I mean, it was it was huge costume. Like you had to get out of your way, the way of him on the stairs. So as much as I can associate that to a furry, I'm assuming that's kind of the same type of a concept. Mm -hmm. He really enjoyed dressing up as a dinosaur. Now, I don't know if it's different, but for our discussion, 
it didn't feel sexual to me. But I, I, again, I, I didn't interact very much with him, but it, it felt playful. Were there furries walking around at FetCon? I'm going to assume there were. I did not see any. I, okay. can't, I can't say that there were or weren't. I can say that I didn't see any. But I did. I do know in Oklahoma they had a furry, conven- a furry convention once. And I was told that the things that took place there were just playful things, not sex oh, things. Oh, okay. But I think there's a sex component. I, I mean, mean, I don't know. I just think there is. All the butt plugs our listeners are posting or listen. Yeah. And in the Facebook group. A lot of them had tails on it when that post went out. So my ex-girlfriend had one had one with a tail. Had a and would she a wear that with a skirt so like you could see? No. The, when I saw her wear it, she it was naked and she walked oh. through the house with it and she swished her tail. And I did, for me, I don't understand the tail thing, but it was okay. sexy as hell when she did it. See? Okay. Well, we had a listener that shared a story when he was, I don't know, we'll say in his 20s. I can't exactly remember. But essentially, he was fucking this girl as she was getting close to coming, like the more into it she got, she started having cat-like symptoms or cat- behaviors, wait, wait, wait. behaviors, I guess, not symptoms. Cat-like, what, like how, what do you mean cat-like? I guess she started meowing and she would start licking her, like the back of her hand, like paws. And he said that it got like really, <laughs> really intense. And he was like, I don't know what the fuck to do. Like, is she, am I supposed to treat her like a cat? Is she Did he ask her? going to spray me? <laughs> I think he was too freaked out to like, he didn't, I don't know, like to do anything. And then I don't know. Like, do you, I mean, do, is that a thing where people have fetishes to act? Yeah. No do you idea. know anything about this? I know nothing. I, did, there's a, I think there's a sexual component to furries, but I don't know that that's the same thing as wearing a butt plug with a tail. <laughs> I think it's but, a little but, different. But, but maybe it is. I, I don't know anything about that, but I know that I have never been with anyone who barked or decided to be a cat. But I do know that there's a um, – oh, my gosh. What's the name of that site that does the like the dog penises? Oh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. I have just pulled up Animal Roleplay on Wikipedia because that's where I get all of my information. It's saying that where one participant plays the part of a non-human animal. Oh, so people like to be treated as animals for BDSM. Maybe that's what this girl was doing. It says that as part of a you know dominant submissive roleplay as an animal. So then the human, <laughs> the human in a scenario, I guess the guy mm-hmm. would treat her like a cat that was acting bad. I, I don't know. I do so know interesting. pony play is very common in the in the BDSM community. We're talking about donkey shows? No, we're talking about people who dress like horses. Pony play. Okay. Same thing for puppy play. Now, I did interview a submissive. After the Madame A show, I interviewed a submissive who actually does do puppy play. He had just discovered this part of himself. And I had questions. And essentially what came out of our discussion was that he felt very free He's like I, I. He's like I just wag my tail, and it, but here's the thing, it, if it has a sexual component for him, yeah, it's a mystery to me. But I will say that our conversation did not feel sexual; it felt very playful, very youthful. Okay, he was like you know, and that's another thing is we're talking about kinks. They in the BDSM community they have littles, age play, so grown women who, re, who I don't want to say retreats. That's not the right word. Who um, 
sink into a part of their personality of a young, young person. Mm -hmm. And then they have, it's called DDLG, daddy, daughter, little girl. Even though, but here's the thing. Yeah. They're grownups, to be very clear. Right. Like, we're not talking about pedophilia at all. Well, because I've seen a lot of stuff, too, about specifically men that like to wear diapers and pacifiers and be treated. Like, is there something, because a lot of this sounds like it comes from childhood, like whether it's BDSM, whether it's the diaper, whether it's Catholic schoolgirl and priest which now see this all takes on such a icky connotation but these are fantasies that role plays that people play out is there like it's like people is there an element of childhood in there right it's like people's pain becomes their kink or something i've called that the bonus package hashtag bonus package right because now to be clear there's lots of conflicting evidence some evidence says yes some evidence says no so for our discussion we're not the police. Like we're just we're just having a discussion. Sure, I've called that the bonus package. So I got spanked a lot as a kid, and it was not my favorite thing to do. However, mm. comma, if you want to spank me today, I'm down. Interesting. Right? So I think that, and and you know, there's a lot of taboo porn. Like there's a lot of um, incest porn. We're gonna call yeah. it right, which is a horrible thing. Like no yeah, doubt, right? So gross. But. When you, but the reason there's all that porn out there about it is because it is people's fantasies and kink. So to me, it seems like those are things. Your pain of childhood becomes your sexual turn on today. Right. So you give yourself permission to have that. Like I really had a hard time in the beginning when when we would play in that impact play, because I was like, okay, this is weird. I like to be spanked. What's wrong with me? You know, why would I want to be hit? Oh, when when right. when I set a boundary very early in any relationship, here's the thing: if you ever hit me, you should kill me. Because you got one shot. Right. So how could that person that I am like to be hit in the bedroom? I totally get that. So I really struggled with it. And then that's when I called it the bonus package. Because I, the fact of the matter is, I do like to be spanked. So if I like to be spanked in the bedroom, it can't be wrong. It just can't be. That's true. I mean, that's. I mean, when it comes to choking and things like that, too, it's such a level of trust. But if anyone tried to fucking choke me right now, right? I'd be like... Ooh, bitch, back up. Right? What are you doing? And in the bedroom, I'm like, <clears throat> hand on my throat, <laughs> which I've just recently gotten into and I really enjoy it. Yes, it's, 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 but it goes back to, I think you're right, it's about trust, but it's also about a willingness to trust yourself. Like, mm. okay, you got to trust your partner. Great. You got a safe word. You're assuming he's going to take it, but now you got to trust yourself because, at least for me, I know that when I first started exploring any of this, I, childhood memories would come up. And and I, I had to trust myself that whatever happened with that was still okay. Oh, anything that I that I thought about was was okay, and it gives you permission to 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 relax into yourself. Why do some people like to play puppies? I have no idea. I have no idea. Some people like to be pigs. Some people like to be horses. Some people, that's time to be top Aww, three, right? The whole farm, yeah, yeah. But I don't understand it, and I don't have to. Right. I just have to know that that's their thing, and that has to be okay. Totally. Right. At what point in your life did you find? that it was comfortable for you to start acting on your fantasies in general or in BDSM in general. So I was newly married, newly, newly married. And we went to the porn store to buy a dildo and we had no money. I mean, we were newly married, you know, you just get, you have nothing, right? We were in our twenties and we went to buy a dildo and the dildo was a hundred dollars. And it was, that's been 20 years ago. So a hundred dollars was a lot of money. And I was like, we, we can't spend that, like $100 on a dildo. And he looked at me and he said, if we can't spend $100 on a sex life, there's something wrong. Yeah. And that's when, and that was such a turning point for me because it gave me permission to be exploratory, to, to, to see what I like, to, to try different things. And, you know, I've said before that if left up to me, my sex life with my long-term partner would have been really boring. 
because I'm not, I don't feel like I'm that creative. I'm creative in other ways, but not in the bedroom. And maybe that's that submissive part of me coming out. Like you do all the thinking in the bedroom. I do all the thinking everywhere else, right? (laughs) Right. But um, he's brought home, I'm telling you, I talked on, what was that show? Uh, The um, I'm crazy, but you can't lock me up. She's like, I have a drawer. I'm like, girl, you're a rookie. I got a suitcase, a big giant suitcase (laughs) that they can't let you on a plane with. It's so big. Of mm-hmm. of toys and dildos and strap-ons and vibrators and butt plugs and and all of that stuff, because if if you're not having fun in your bedroom, where are you having fun? True, in the woods, maybe. I don't right. Know. Here's the thing: Why do we get old? Because we for, we we stop playing. Mm-hmm. And so he brought that fun element of play to our to our sex life, where anything we ever wanted to do. But I didn't even know about BDSM until I moved to Florida. Really. Oh, my God. And then you just moved here. Yeah, I know. Six years ago. <laughs> yeah. So a friend of ours came over, and uh, I was supposed to meet her for brunch. And I was sick, and I couldn't meet her for brunch. And uh, she came over mad because I hadn't met her for brunch. And she was going to introduce me to a friend of hers. Okay? So we're out on the back patio, and we've smoked a little pot. Like, let me set the stage here. Yeah. Okay? And she looks at me, and she goes, so are you the dom and he's the sub or what? <gasps> And I went, that was my reaction. Okay, cut right to this. I was like, uh, I, I, uh, what? I, I didn't even know what she was talking about. Mm. And she's like, look, he needs somebody to boss around. And it's probably not going to be you. And I, I was like, what? Are, like, I, it, it was like my brain exploded. You know that little emoticon where you're... That yes. That's what it felt like. She goes, and the girl I wanted to introduce you to is a submissive. And she's looking for a new dom. And you didn't show up to brunch. And when I sent the email to her, and I went, wait a minute, there's an email? (laughs) (laughs) She's not fucking around. She's like, when I sent the email to her and let her know that this needed to happen, she showed up and you didn't. I was like, whoa, wait a minute. So I called him. Honey, you should come out here. (laughs) Mango. Right. Our our friend has brought you a gift. Okay. And and I was like, she's a cat and she brought you a bird. We did not go get the bird. And that was the first time I ever thought about it. But when I looked at him, his energy vibrated. Mm. And I said to him, this, you like this? He said, I'm intrigued. And it was the first time he'd ever used those words. I'm intrigued. And that's when we started playing in it because it was such a fascinating – like you're doing right now. You're just exploring it. It's, right. very, it's very vibrational for you. It's very intriguing. Mm-hmm. There's so much energy that goes into BDSM. Like Take Over Control, that song by Afrojack, yeah. that, that's like a BDSM song. Like if you think about the, the, the beats of that, it's a perfect flogging song. I can't wait till these clubs open back up. <laughs> Really? I think my, you know what my goal is now moving forward for the fantasy, the next fantasy I want to complete since Top Gun's off the list. I just want a sex swing experience. I had, oh, I got rid of it. I had a sex, that's what used to hang here is a sex swing. Really? Yes. Did you sell it on eBay or? No, I think I threw it away actually. That's (laughs) simple. Sorry. No, no, because this thing with the sex swing is nice. It's it's a nice novelty, but you're not going to get in it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And you really need to have like a rolling chair, an office chair. Oh, noted. Okay. Right? Because if you can, because, you know, he can sit down and roll in the chair and you're in the swing. Oh. And then it's less work for everybody. So if you're if you're hungover or drunk and you want to have sex, it's less get work. Get in the sex swing. <laughs> get in the sex swing. I love it. It works. It works. All right. Well, I think that's all I have for kinks today. How about you? <laughs> so basically, both Lindsay and I have a CNC fantasy mm-hmm. and uh, we like to play in BDSM. Mm-hmm. Neither one of us want to have sex with cars or animals. Not today. Not today. And uh, I don't think we have any, do we have anything weird, weird? I like I'm using weird as a as a loving term. No, I mean I like to pee on people in the shower. That's really it. <laughs> but like it's more of a like surprise. I'm peeing on you, huh? Got you. Not showering with Lindsay, but yep. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. So as we get out of here today, I'm going to say stay sexy. And I'm going to say pee on your partner. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be peeing. <laughs> <laughs>